This week on the announcer's table, we're talking WrestleMania, NXT, and Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania. Ah, oh, somebody was ready for Asuka. What's going on, Russell Geeks? Welcome to the very first episode of the Announcers Tables podcast. I'm your host, B Rai. With me, as always, my co host, the Canadian Screwjob, Hertz Gewurz. Where we, we moved the podcast and you just still just trample right all over my open. Thanks a lot, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing really well. I, I want to get right into it because that WrestleMania. That was a solid, solid WrestleMania. I think maybe maybe my expectations were lowered by the uh, dismal quality of the Raws and SmackDowns leading up to it, but that was a really good show, was it not? I, it was pretty good. The only letdown was the Shinsuke-AJ uh, dream match. I don't know what it was. It, it, it didn't draw. I didn't get really drawn into it. For all you fans out there, if you guys watch Wrestle Kingdom 12, you you will understand what I'm talking about when it comes to AJ and Shinsuke. But the best part about it is that Shinsuke turned heel, which was a great WrestleMania moment and a curveball to every single fan out there. Absolutely. No, I don't know that anybody was expecting that. And also, they they you know they added to the the character turn the following night or the following or tonight, uh, uh, tonight the following Tuesday night on SmackDown. It's it's a really interesting character move for him to be just the super arrogant. I know I'm the best, and I know you know, I know how to go about business. It's really cool. I mean, I was upset he didn't win the title. Uh, you know, both Japanese stars did not win the titles. Um, and you know, I'm gonna push forward right now. Not too much, but Oscar's streak has ended. New Orleans, you guys have an issue with streaks. <laughs> <laughs> First the Undertaker, now Oscar, but. I wasn't upset about it. No, that because was... I felt I felt um, Charlotte deserved it, and I spoke about this in our video cast mm-hmm. from the past that I think you know somebody who who's already established should deserve it. And not to take nothing away from Oscar, or not to take anything away from Ric Flair, but Charlotte Flair just wrote her own legacy. She really with did. defeating Oscar for you know for the undefeated streak. Um, you know, right now, I think she's better than her father. Her mic skills may not be as better than her dad, but wrestling-wise, she has so many accolades to add to her resume. I mean, she's only 32 years old, and she already has a Hall of Fame career. Easy, easy. Because I, she is, I think, pretty easily one of the best athletes on the main roster right now, man man or woman. She, I don't see how you could say that anybody is, is a better athlete than she is, and... and you know, she grew up in the business, too, so she knows, you know, unlike Ronda Rousey, who, you know, might be a comparable athlete, I, Ronda Rousey doesn't know how to work her way around a wrestling ring, even though she also put on a great match. But that Asuka-Charlotte Flair match was was easily the best match of, the, of a very good card. I, I did say that. I was upset that they came out second. I think they should have waited for that match. They should have put uh, Nia Jax and uh, Alexa Bliss second. But shout out to Nia Jax, who finally got her WrestleMania moment, who finally got the push that she deserved. But yes, Asuka and Charlotte tore the house down. They really did. And also, I w- you did mention Ronda Rousey. I was surprised at the mixed tag match. I mean, I was actually entertained in that match. I mean, it was more entertaining than Brock Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns, which was just Suplex City and Superman punches left and right. I, I, <laughs> I mean, that's. I want to talk about that Brock Lesnar match because it's the same Brock Lesnar match that we've been watching for like a couple of years now, it feels like, where it's just 
finisher, 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 finisher. Now, question is, were you surprised with the finish? Was I, I was surprised by the finish. Yeah, I didn't think. I think we all, I think we all were surprised by the finish. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that he busted Roman Reigns open, I thought that was, I thought that was an awesome spot, even though it wasn't scripted. For all you guys out there, we know we know wrestling's fake, but that spot where he busted him open was not scripted. I guess that's something him and Roman Reigns just spoke about before coming out to the ring. Um, but it, it it brought so much energy to that match when you see Roman Roman Reigns' face covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually liked that one spot right there, but. What I didn't like, that it took six F5s to take out Roman Reigns, yet it took one F5 to take out Samoa Joe, and one F5 to take out Braun Strowman, yeah. like, and, and took out three to take The Undertaker. Six? Come on. I, the, Come the on. The whole thing, I mean, the whole thing is just, it's, it's, it's dumb. It's dumb at this point. Like, if you're just going to have, if the only move that, that Brock Lesnar is going to do is his finisher or a German suplex, if that's all he's going to do... Then what are we doing? What are we doing with him on the show at all? Like it doesn't make it doesn't yeah. make any sense. And I, I'm not a fan of if the, if that's all they're gonna do. I'm not a fan of keeping the belt on him. I'm not really even a fan of him being in in, in the promotion. Like have him do I, something I, I totally else. Understand. I mean, he did sign a new contract, but apparently the the word is 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 only for like a, a short term contract for maybe two more appearances. Now uh, we did leave off with Oscar and Charlotte. I want to give my hat and take my hat off to Oscar, who put like we said put on a great match. And I'm guessing right now she has to feel very relieved that she no longer has to carry this undefeated streak because, as you said before. Um, you know, carrying an undefeated streak can wear you down. Mm-hmm. It can also wear down creative. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they talked about it leading up to the match in in one of their video packages where you know it was like a 950 day unbeaten streak, but she'd only faced like 35 people. Yeah, I mean, she faced multiple people. You know, same people multiple times. But the fact that it, it lasted 900 something days—that's just a great feat on its own. Mm-hmm. Like I said, shout out to Oscar, and she showed great sportsmanship. You know, she 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 didn't bow down to the queen, but she did say, you know, Charlotte was ready for Oscar. I wasn't expecting her to tap out to the figure eight, but it does show us that Oscar is human. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, the way she just hugged Charlotte in the middle of the ring—I thought that was a great spot. Like you said, these two ladies tore the house down. Hopefully, next year. The women will main event WrestleMania in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium, which I'm hoping to go. By the way, WWE cut the check for the sponsorship. I mean, the overall, overall WrestleMania, I'm gonna give it about. I'm, I'm giving it an eight out of a ten. Yeah, I'm gonna give it that's, an eight. That's what I say. It was it was a solid B B plus WrestleMania, and I mean, it, the, the only reason why it's an eight because one, it was too damn long. Oh my god, <laughs> seven hours. It's too long. Seven it's hours. Too long. You had three. You had three matches on the pre-show. Shout out to Naomi, who won the first ever Women's Battle Royal with the fallopian tube trophy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, shout out to Naomi. I wasn't expecting Naomi to win. She has been making history with the other women, so, you know, shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Woken Matt Hardy. I think you and uh, Sebastian predicted that last week. Uh, Woken Matt Hardy's on a, on a hot streak going forward. But he did get help from Bray Wyatt, and it's good to see Bray Wyatt back and have a WrestleMania moment as well. You know, like I said, the only reason I give it an 8 is because you had... The main event, which was trash. Um, Shinsuke and AJ didn't live up to the hype. That was a weird moment, right? Like, how did how did that match not live up to the moment? And then the whole Undertaker-John Cena thing. Whoa! I thought you would have loved that. It was a squash match. It, 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 it was just basically to, 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 to calm the crowd down. Um, not to mention, John Cena took a special moment away from Charlotte Asuka when he had the referee come out. And, you know, say, oh, he's here, he's here. And you see John Cena run past 
Asuka and Charlotte. You know, that just took away from them, which sucks. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. I like the fact that he was a man of his word and stated that he was going to come as a fan. I love that aspect of John Cena because he was actually sitting there with the fans, taking selfies, drinking beer, enjoying the show. I think that was awesome. But the whole when, you know, the referee came and he took the spotlight away from those women and then, you know, getting squashed. Not even, it wasn't even a match. He just got squashed by the Undertaker, who, by the way, looked absolutely phenomenal that night. Yeah, I mean, but that's how you make the Undertaker look good, right? You have him out there for 12 minutes and not even 12 minutes, like six or seven minutes and just doing his 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 five moves of doom. Like, that's that's what you <laughs> do. Course. That's how you make it's, the Undertaker look good. I want to go ahead. Um, What's going on with WWE Creative? You made Rusev lose on Rusev Day. You know, he's the... I'm telling you, WWE does not know what to do with their hot superstars. You 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 sunned him on WrestleMania. You sunned him tonight on SmackDown. You know, instead of getting him the opportunity to go, go, go up against Jinder Mahal, who I cannot stand, and all you Indian fans or India fans out there who have a problem with it, I don't care, dislike, I don't care, I don't like Jinder. He's not a great performer. On top of that, well, I, I mean... Paige comes out as the new general manager of SmackDown, and she says, "I love it." Daniel Bryan's going to wrestle in a match. Who should he wrestle against? And the entire stadium is screaming for Rusev. Rusev, like that's that's where you. And then after Rusev, they said AJ, which I, you know, by the way, match was great. um, But Paige, Paige, thank you for your four years in the WWE as a performer. You know, sometimes accidents happen but i'm glad that she's the smackdown general manager we've we got another woman as general manager and one who's not annoying you know the last general manager we have was vicky guerrero i think who was a woman general manager oh god that was horrible Paige, congratulations uh you know absolutely i hope she brings over absolution next week in the superstar shakeup so that way they can make like some type of angle with it i think that would be awesome sure i i think it's always great to see women in positions of power too even and 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 this is something I want to bring up. It was uh, I I read I you know I'm gonna credit this where where I got it from. I got this from uprocks.com. But this is a list of things that happened at WrestleMania, and I want to you know you add to it you know Paige being being named the general manager of SmackDown. But you have a black guy winning a championship, a black woman winning winning the first ever uh, women's battle royal. We have a Muslim babyface, uh, you know, uh, winning the uh, 205 the cruiserweight champion. Uh, a special WrestleMania entrance from Finn Balor featuring the local LGBTQ community. You have the company's first openly gay female star wrestling in the Battle Royal in Pride gear, two Japanese Royal Rumble winners in matches as serious main event competitors. You have a one-on-one match feature as a one-on-one women's match as the best match on the show. You have a plus-sized female athlete as the face winning the championship in the second one-on-one women's match, you have a guy of Indian descent winning a championship. You have the first Indian woman to compete on the main roster. And the first person since Hulk Hogan to main event four consecutive WrestleManias in a row is a Samoan guy. Like, this is this is wrestling we're talking about. This is like racist-ass wrestling we're talking about. But it's not anymore. It's 2018 and we're being inclusive now. It's insane. And I love it. And I, I love it too. And to all the people out there who say all oh, wrestling is racist, is only for white guys. No. If you just heard what my co-host Hertz Gavirch just said, stats don't lie, facts don't lie. And it's great. And not only did we have two one-on-one women matches, we had four women matches on the mm-hmm. card. Four. Yeah. And I want to, you know, like I said, I want to go back to the Ronda Rousey. Stephanie McMahon, I applaud you. Um, you're, 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 you're just like your dad. You're going to be the biggest heel in the mm-hmm. company. You know, you sold that arm bar to perfection. You held your own in that ring. You know, Triple H, 
what can I say? He gets another loss at WrestleMania, but he does it to bring up superstars. Kurt Angle should stop. Kurt Angle should stop wrestling because I saw that Triple H had to slow yeah. down a little bit for Kurt Angle. The plan was for The Rock to have that spot, not 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 injured, almost dying Kurt Angle. But I want to applaud Triple H and Stephanie who, you know, who made this match entertaining because we were talking so much shit about yeah. this match about how it wasn't going to be good. And Ronda Rousey actually surprised me with her in ring skills. Not at first when she did that crazy arm bar, standing up, spinning around. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna botch. Mm. She's gonna botch, and then she she recovered. She actually sold, you know, bumps and stuff like that, which yeah. was good. And, and like I said, it was a very, it wasn't a great match, but it was very yeah. entertaining, and it told a great story. And that's what wrestling is yeah, about it's, telling it's all a about great it's story. all about those moments. I the 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 spot with Triple H pushing the referee to the side and saying, "No, nah, it's okay, Ronda can fight me," and then Ronda whooping him. <laughs> that was. That was pitch that, perfect. That, that it was, was excellent. Awesome. You know, that was one of one of a bunch of moments that got me to the edge of my seat, and and it, and it's why I, I I liked this show and, as much as I did. And she put him and she put him in an armbar. Yeah. How about that? She put him in an yeah. armbar, and she lifted him up. She lifted a man who's about like two sixty, two seventy five. So shout out to Ronda Rousey. You you made a believer this out is, of me. But, but I mean, here's now the I thing, though. I, the... I don't want to I don't want to move away from Ronda too quickly here because she still can't talk. Ooh. <laughs> no, which means which means she's gonna need a mouthpiece, and I say Still, Paul yeah. Heyman. Make her a Paul mm-hmm. Heyman girl. I'm all for it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They it. need to keep the microphone out of her hands, which means it needs to go. If it wasn't gonna go to Paige, you know, because they they tried that and you know she didn't like it or whatever. Uh, if it wasn't gonna go to Paige, then then it needs to go to someone like Paul Heyman to talk for her. She needs to be somebody's enforcer, and I think. I think that's, that would be the way of to course. go. And that's great. Now, I want to go back to the Women's Royal Rumble. Shout out to the six NXT superstars who made their debuts at this Battle Royal and who got a chance to be at WrestleMania. Um, at one point in the Battle Royal, they took mm-hmm. over the NXT women. And I love that spot in the Battle Royal, how they took over. Um, for you guys who don't know, Bianca Belair is a beast. As you saw, she did a 450 splash off the yeah. top rope. And to use her her ponytail as a weapon, I watched this girl in the Mae Young Classic. I watched her in NXT, and she has a bright future ahead of her. Actually, all those women have a bright future. Kyrie Sane, um, Dakota Kai, Bianca Belair, Peyton Royce, who's on the main roster, finally. finally. That was an excellent <laughs> entrance for the two of them as well. The iconic duo. And, you know, I was a little upset because... We only got one debut on SmackDown, and we got, what, three? Three debuts on, on Raw with, like, three mm-hmm. returns, I think it was, or two returns. But the fact that they got the iconic duo, which adds two more women to the SmackDown title picture, is awesome. Um, but we're going to get into that later. Um, but, yeah, that spot in the Battle Royal was great. Um, the United, Like I said, the United States Championship match, I really I really wasn't too fond of it. Um, it would have been better if Rusev would have won instead of Jinder Mahal. And... Shout out to The Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins, who opened up the show. And and these guys, these three guys tore they the did. house down along with Oscar they did. and that match, That match set the stage. Yeah, it set the stage. Um, like I said, shout out to Nia Jax for winning the title. It was going to be a squash match. But I love how she took out Mickey James first and then went after Alexa yeah. Bliss. 
I thought that was a great spot. And she finally, like I said, she finally got her moment. You saw the emotion in her in her face when when the three, you know, the three count went in and she had the title. You know, she got to celebrate with her family. And they also showed uh, the following night on Raw, they showed some character development for Nia Jax. All of a sudden, she's a lot more confident in, you know, the way that she's moving around the ring and how she's interacting with other people. Yeah. And, yeah. And now she's a baby face. <laughs> The other match I didn't understand was the tag team match, the Bar versus Strowman and the ten year old Nicholas. <laughs> I thought it was good, but it's kind of disrespectful to the Bar to lose to that a was, ten year old. That was, that was my initial reaction too, and and I don't you know I don't blame anybody for thinking that. But this this show, like you said earlier, was seven seven hours long. There had to be some levity somewhere, right? Like you had to lighten it up somewhere. And so someone was going to get that. And spot. then for them to, and then for them to relinquish the titles on Monday Night Raw, it was just like, okay, what was well, the, the point, point of that? Of that? Was just, <laughs> I mean, the point of that, I think, was to get Braun Strowman on WrestleMania, get him, get him another title, and then you know move him on to probably the main event picture, right? Like he's when Roman Reigns wins the championship, Wait, finally, he yeah, it's going to yeah. be Braun and Roman and Samoa Joe in some some combination. So I mean, that's basically what. Uh, WrestleMania was. I'm one of those guys. I watch WrestleMania for the for the moments, and I think they try to do too many moments in this WrestleMania. But I also watched it for the entrances. Charlotte, great entrance. Mirrored uh, the mirrored Triple H's entrance from a few years ago too. Yeah, Triple H um, four years ago to be exact. Triple H, Stephanie, great entrance. Nakamura probably yes. had the best entrance out of anybody. Uh, I can't lie. You know, he's a rock star. He had a, he had the uh, lead guitarist from Alice really Cooper, cool. Nina Strauss. Which was really cool, and he had a whole like band there. But yeah, like I said, WrestleMania was an eight for me. Um, it was really good. Um, like I said, it was some boring spots. The, the thing was, it was just too damn long. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just glad, and maybe it's a low bar, like you know, like I said earlier. But I'm, I'm just glad that there was nothing that happened on WrestleMania or the next night on Raw and the next night on SmackDown that made me go, oh, you know what I mean? Like, there's been a lot of that going on the last few weeks, and they avoided. That. Well, let's, let's. Let's get to let's get to Raw and SmackDown. But before we get to Raw and SmackDown, I want to give a shout out to those guys down at NXT who put on a hell of a takeover on Saturday night. Congratulations to Adam Cole, who's who won the first, uh, who's the first to win the North American Championship. Not only did he fight in a ladder match, but he, later on in the night he had also be part of a tag team match. And the fact that Roderick Strong joined the Undisputed, joined era, yeah. Undisputed Era. Which is which is my new favorite faction now. <laughs> I'm an undisputed era guy now. Um, it's great. Um, Alistair Black and CN Amos put mm-hmm. on a hell of a match. Um, and congratulations to Alistair Black for winning the title. But I, I between that match between Black and Almas and Gorgano and Champa, yeah. Champa. It, those two matches, like like the whole card, I'm not even gonna take nothing away from that whole entire takeover. That whole takeover, I think, gets a nine. And yes, it, it was Probably, better than yeah. WrestleMania because there was no disappointment in no anything. And you you didn't even you didn't even talk about what I what I think is one of the biggest stories of the night, and that's Ricochet, the former Prince Puma of Lucha Underground, the first ever two time Lucha Underground champion, uh, joining the NXT roster. He is. He is an athlete yeah. and a half. His his finisher is. Uh, I, he is, and he yep. showed off his skills in that ladder match. Um, everybody, mm-hmm. EC three, Ricochet, um, Lars Sullivan, 
uh, Adam Cole, the Velveteen Dream, who I was actually rooting for. Like I said, I'm a velvet. I like the Velveteen Dream. I like his mm-hmm. his his character. You know, he's very uh, nonchalant. He's very he's like, like uh, you know, I don't care. You're like Goldust yeah, Plaza, very. Yeah. He's very flamboyant. There you go. That's what I was like. He's very flamboyant. Um, and also the mm. Dutch Destroyer, uh, Killian Dane. Those six guys set the bar for Takeover, and it, from there it just went off. Um, yeah, like I said, I just want to give those guys a shout out. It gets a nine for me. Now moving on to Raw. We always anticipate the Raw after WrestleMania. This one was a little bit of a lackluster. I don't know if it was the crowd just lost all their energy from the night before, or maybe it's just something in New Orleans where the crowd is not as as any other crowd when there's a WrestleMania uh, a Raw after WrestleMania. But I do give I do give Raw a shout out for making the debuts. Amber Moon made Finally. her debut on the main roster. I mean, she's deserved. She's Finally. deserved to be I mean, on the she main was roster due. since forever. She, but I don't. I don't. I don't think she should have went to Raw. I think she should have went to SmackDown. That's well, just I, me. I think Raw has a. I think Raw has enough women. I think. I mean, we have the superstar you know, shake. We have the superstar the shake up coming up. So something, we something's do, gonna change. And we're gonna we're and, gonna get into that. Yeah, we're gonna get okay. into that in a little bit. Um, you know, we had AOP mm. make the debut finally. <laughs> you know, they were main I'm always roster scared. Ready. You know, I'm always scared of NXT tag teams when they come up to the main roster. They never. They tend to never work out. But see, that's the thing. Raw needs AOP. Yes. They need it. Um, so I, I wasn't too upset about that. No way Jose was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, I you know, I, I, admittedly I haven't been, you know, watching a lot of NXT, but I've seen some of No Way Jose and I never I never got his character. I never liked it. He's you know he reminds me of he what was that character that did all the dancing? Adam, Adam Rose. Rose. Adam Rose. Yeah, that's who he reminds me of, and he just might, his career might end up like Adam Rose's. I don't know. Yeah, like there's yeah, the, the, he's gonna he's gonna flame out real quick because that there's not a lot of depth to his my character as I like to party. Yeah. So um, we also had the return of Jeff Hardy. Yeah, we had Nero. Yeah, we had the return of Samoa Joe, who gave a great promo. As he always does. Samoa Joe's promos are always I think great. his promo was spot on when it came to Roman Reigns. He called Roman Reigns a failure. He told Roman Reigns, every time you step into the ring with Brock Lesnar, you get beat down and Brock Lesnar gets richer. I thought that was the best line of the night. It really was. And then, did you see his little pimp walk after he finished his promo? Because he knew. He knew. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 knew, knew he got him. He knew, he knew he killed the promo. And I love that about Joe. I'm glad he's back on the roster. Uh, yeah. I feel like he's, I don't know, if he doesn't if he doesn't get drafted to SmackDown on a Superstar Shake-Up, I definitely look forward to him and Roman Reigns going at it. Yeah, I, he, he needs to be wherever Roman Reigns is. The two of them need to have their, their two or three month long feud. You know, going forward, we did get an appearance by Ronda Rousey, and the way Raw started off, and the way SmackDown started off, started off with what your favorite, McMahon. your favorite two people with McMahon. Two shows, two shows after WrestleMania, <laughs> two shows started by McMahon's. You know, but you know they started. Wait, they started differently. Stephanie <laughs> came out, you know, drew some heat from the crowd. Uh, you know, called Ronda Rousey her best friend. Shout out to Ronda Rousey, who really didn't say much, just put her in a damn armbar. That's, that's and, what Ronda Rousey needs it, to do, though. Yeah, and kept it moving. Shout out to Shane McMahon, who did start on SmackDown, but what he did, he thanked the entire WWE universe for making it a great week, a great WrestleMania week. And that's, you know, and that's something I really appreciate from Shane McMahon. He's actually acknowledging the fans. But not only did he come out and start the show, he came out and started the show and, and let us all know that Daniel Bryan is no longer general manager. 
but then when he announced Paige, I like I, I was just like, wow, like that's yeah. awesome. And that's that the reason why Paige made her speech last night. Not only did she make a speech in the same place where she, four years ago she debuted and won the Divas title, still as the first ever women's NXT champion, but she also retired in New Orleans as well. Yeah, that's a, it was a it was a big moment for Paige, and I, I really appreciate that they gave that spot to her, and that they're not that they're not going to just leave her dangling in the wind now that she's not able to compete. No, because I mean they they yeah, WWE I mean, has a yeah. history of doing that with guys that can't compete. They just exactly. let them go, and you know exactly. their lives devolve into into awful. So. So, uh, also, shout out, like I said, shout out to the Iconic Duo for debuting on SmackDown and beating the living hell out of Charlotte. And, and congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to Carmella, first ever Women's Money in the Bank winner and first woman to successfully cash in the Money in the Bank contract. That was, uh, it was a long time coming. I liked the, uh, the little spot they did with the referee where he was like, really? Yeah, he's like, are, are you sure? sure? This time? We really doing sure? it this time? <laughs> <laughs> I know that was a great spot, but congratulations to Carmella. She deserves it. Uh, I'm guessing we're going to get a feud between Carmella and Charlotte, which should be good. I mean, Carmella's not a strong wrestler as Charlotte, I but I think, hope- it's, I think it'll still make a great feud. I, I, I kind of hope they do. I, I don't remember. It was a long time ago when, when Sheamus won his first. Uh, WWE Championship. He wasn't that like big a wrestler yet, but he sort of became big and he became a better wrestler because he had the WWE Championship. Sort of like they tried yeah. to do with Jinder Mahal. I hope they do that with <laughs> Carmella and just yeah, have her like said, become her... a better wrestler as she yeah, defends she's the not, championship. She's not... But you know, like I said, they're gonna have a feud. Um, super... Unless she's going to Raw, um, that's the only way I can see. Um, Charlotte losing the title if they're planning on bringing her back to Raw. Right. Um, I think she's better in the blue brand. I like her on SmackDown better than I like her on Raw. Um, also, what we didn't see on Raw was Asuka. And that's yeah. a bit of a surprise. Didn't um, see her on but SmackDown. Like either. I said, yeah, you didn't see her on SmackDown. But I guess this is part of the storyline to where, you know, she did. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to put it to where she doesn't know how to handle the loss or maybe she's taking time to, like, think about how she needs to be a better competitor. I mean, at the end of the day, Oscar did say in order to be the woman, you got to beat the woman and she couldn't beat the woman. And, you know, I hope, I hope there's some, some type of storyline with this whole Oscar situation. And I hope Oscar does not get lost in the shuffle. Um, I hope either she, I, I hope she comes to SmackDown and just takes the title and then goes on another reign to where her only loss was against Charlotte at WrestleMania from this year. And come next year, she's like, on this long ass streak because mm-hmm. remember she has a loss already so if she loses again next at next year's smackdown it's, i mean next year's wrestlemania it's not going to be as devastating mm-hmm. but to create another streak to where she's holding the title for such amount of time that she goes into wrestlemania as a champion i think is really it, it would be a really great storyline because it just shows that she she learned from her loss with charlotte and now she's gotten even more dangerous and even better yeah that would be it would be it's an it, WrestleMania is a is a great moment in wrestling because you get the close of a bunch of stories and you get to start a bunch of new ones. It's sort of like it, yeah. it, it's like it's, it's like reset. The it's the reset button. And yeah, it's, it's basically it's basically the Super Bowl of wrestling. Mm-hmm. After the Super Bowl, you have a whole new season, a whole bunch of storylines. Um, so yeah, it's you get the whole reset button, and I like the fact that they're doing the superstar shakeup. Yeah, right um, after. Ne- right after, which is great. 
like I said, I hope some of the superstars who are on either brand who are not getting any love when they switch over get a lot of love. Um, like I said, we're in the limbo with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Well, that's I we actually I wanted to talk about them because you do the angle where they're fired, right? And then you bring them to Monday Night Raw and you say, well, you know, you have to win or, or else you're still fired. And, and they somehow both lose. What's the point of doing that if you're just going to do the superstar shakeup? Like, because maybe, because maybe, maybe Paige will bring him back, being that she's a woman. Yeah. Be like, you know what? This is best for business. You guys deserve a second chance. You know, it it it, it could go either way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, but I like the, I mean, I like the fact that neither one of them got a contract. I like that. I like that part of the of the whole match. That neither one of them got because they just beat the hell out of each other and they both knocked each other out. Mm. But like I said. I think they're going to keep them together. I think they're going to come back to SmackDown. Some way, somehow, they're going to get back onto SmackDown. I think that's the show they belong on. They don't belong on Monday Night Raw. Because, like I said, either one of them get go to Monday Night Raw, they'll get lost in the shuffle. It's it's a weird thing that WWE has going on right now where it feels like there's too many wrestlers. But also, what do we have? We have the same four guys competing for the U.S. title. or Yeah, and the same three guys competing for the Intercontinental Well, it's not that title. they have too much. I think I think one brand has too many wrestlers. I think Raw has way too many wrestlers. Raw also has three hours to fill. I mean... It does have three hours to fill, but you can fill three hours and not have a crazy roster. I mean, look at it. You have Asuka. You have Ember Moon. You have Sasha Banks. You have Nia. You have Alexa. You have Bailey. You have Mickey James. Mm. Like, you have Absolution. You got nine women who are potential superstars. Now, if you go to SmackDown, who do you have? Charlotte. Alexa, Becky Lynch. Alexa Natalia. Naomi. You know, Natalia. Naomi. Now you, you add the iconic duo. You add Carmella. There's not that much star power on SmackDown as there is on Raw. I guess, you know what I'm saying? I guess, I guess, I don't know. I think it's pretty comparable. I mean, I, I understand that the superstars are better on Raw, but, you know, it's, it's But I'm going to tell you one comparable. thing. I think SmackDown put a better show tonight than Raw did yesterday. For sure. And it's only two hours. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, look, I think I'm, I'm I mean, look at the main for... event. Look at the main event we got tonight. We got Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Whoever thought that would have happened? Like, I, I you never know? thought I was going to see that. That was that was, and, and it was an excellent match. And we got to see heel Shinsuke Nakamura break it off. I love which that. Is, I love that. I love that. I, I love can't. That. I can't wait for that triple threat championship match. Right? <laughs> yeah, they're going to tear the house down. <laughs> I mean, it sucks that we're getting we're getting um dual branded pay per views. I think they should have kept it. Split pay per views. No, because that because... was that was what was that was what was making the problems with the shows, right? You had a raw pay per view, and then the next raw pay per view wasn't for two months. So you had two months of filler, where you already knew well, what was going to happen at the next. Well, pay-per-view. the thing is, if you have better creative, okay, you will have better filler. Let's let. I mean, Bri- just Bri- look Bri- at. Right, let's I mean, let's just let them play within their limitations, okay? Okay, <laughs> we'll let them play in the limitation, but I want to make the perfect example. And that's NXT. Yes, NXT. They has get a pay per view. They get a pay per view every major pay per view. So if the next major pay per view that we're gonna get, it's Money in the Bank, right? That's gonna be the next major pay per view. So no, no. Remember, it's Money in the Bank. It's SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania. Okay. So the next major one is Money in the Bank. You know, they get two to three months before every. You know, major pay per view that NXT gets, but they're still able to do these feuds and build up and add all this filler, and that's why NXT always puts on a great show. Yeah. If 
if the main roster creative team was to just look at what NXT is doing, I can guarantee you we would the the split branded pay per views will be so much better. And the only reason why they're going to dual brand is because one, most of the raw branded pay per views were very predictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but also Unless, NXT benefits from the fact that they tape like eight shows in a night. And that's fine. You can tape eight shows at a night. And mind you, NXT is only an hour. Yeah. So you, you're talking about three brands. You're talking Raw, which is the red. You're talking SmackDown, which is the blue. And you're talking NXT, which is the black and the gold or the black and the yellow, whichever you want to call it. But NXT, it's finally it's, finally its own brand. And every time they do these call-ups to have these NXT stars come into the main roster, they're always adding more talent so they don't lose that fire that they currently have down in NXT. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, no, you're not, you're not you wrong. lose two, you you lose five superstars and you bring in three from like the indies or from another company that just are like great. And I and and I've been reading like you know they the, the interview with Adam Cole they asked Adam Cole why did you choose NXT instead of going on to the main roster he said because if I was coming to WWE I want to experience NXT before jumping to the main roster and that's what a lot of these guys are doing from the Indies and from these other wrestling companies they want to come to NXT sure I remember back when first when NXT first started nobody wanted to go to NXT no. <laughs> No, or FCW. Before it was NXT, it was FCW. Nobody wanted to go. But Triple H has turned FCW into its own brand. He turned it into something where all these younger indie guys want to come into and make a name for themselves in NXT. Because I'm not going to lie, this NXT crowd is bananas. They, they're they more electric than any other crowd in wrestling. Absolutely. It's uh watching watching shows at full sale is uh it's it's definitely an experience. <laughs> I'm going to have to go one of these uh one of these years to go to full sale. I am going to go to NXT Brooklyn um take over. Um definitely going to go to that. But uh let's keep moving forward cuz we don't want to get sidetracked or anything. So, like I said, SmackDown was a better show. Shout out to the iconic duo for making their debut. Um, tomorrow we have NXT. I don't really see much coming in NXT. They're probably just going to recap everything that happened at TakeOver. Yeah. But is there anything you want to take away from any show? Like, is there anything that we can take away? Anything that... I mean, I think we covered everything. We sure did. Uh, we did We did miss the line of the night, which goes to uh, Kurt Angle when he was talking to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. He said, uh, I hear TNA is hiring. What a shot. <laughs> what a shot. I lo- yo, you know what? That was a great shot um tna just keeps losing guys or keep releasing guys they just lost alberto el patron aka alberto del rio who didn't show up for a uh, obligation when it was mm. uh was it impact versus lucha underground yeah. i didn't get to watch it i didn't really hear much about it so i guess it wasn't that great it couldn't have been. um but yeah shout out to kurt angle on that i mean there's like i said just the i think it was just the crowd from Monday night that just very lackluster. It was a we- it was a weird it was a weird post WrestleMania. Also, I wanna I, I I have to I have to give a shout out to Elias <laughs> from uh, his performance not only on on, on WrestleMania no, on, but on the, the night Monday after night Raw WrestleMania performance was great. Yo, I mean his performance. Bobby Lashley is came back home. <laughs> so like I called I've been calling that for the past few weeks that Bobby Lashley was going to make a return. But his performance before Bobby Lashley came out, I loved it. He called the entire crowd scumbags and they went along with yeah. it. Talking about we are scumbags. I loved it. You know, and they kept, they did this whole soccer chant, like walk with Elias. I thought it was great. And I really, I mean, I hate that he had to do this spot with Bobby Lashley. He had to be basically the the jobber mm-hmm. 
for that moment. But I hope to see him in the IC title picture soon. Or if not, send him to SmackDown. Let's see him get the US title. Um, or something. You know, I was really hoping for him to tag up with Braun Strowman to win the title. I titles, really, thought, I really that. thought that's where they were going with that. I was very surprised. I really thought so too. But yet again, like I said, I really can't take nothing away f- um, you know, from anything this week. Um, the Hall of Fame. I, I did watch the Hall of Fame. Um, it, it, it was, the Hall of Fame was like four hours long. Um, but, I, you know, they really did a good job with the Hall of Fame. Shout out to um, J.J. Jarius, who, who kind of roasted John Cena. I love that fact that he roasted John Cena. He basically said, you know, at this rate, I have a better chance of getting a WrestleMania match than John Cena. It had the whole crowd going crazy. I started laughing. I couldn't help it. Sure. You know, everything was great. Uh, great WrestleMania week. It's it's actually probably been a good a better WrestleMania f- since last year. Last year wasn't that great. This year yeah, was good. Yeah. Um, and here's hoping to New York. Absolutely. Here's hoping to, and hopefully in New York we get the first women's main event, which I'm gonna call it now. You guys are hearing it now on the announcer tables. First ever podcast main event. Ronda Rousey, who's gonna go in? Who's gonna go into WrestleMania undefeated? Against Charlotte. No, Flair. it's Oscar. It's I'm Oscar it right Charlotte now. too. Oscar no. Charlotte too. No, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. That's what I'm calling. You say you say Charlotte and Oscar yeah. too. I say Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. So guys, you guys heard it here first. Our predictions for next year main event. So uh, before we close out the show, I love money. Uh, you know, thank you for being a great listener. Uh, we did find out that you did want to be a guest on the show uh we're definitely going to make that happen so if you listen to this podcast be on the lookout for your name being called to be a guest on the show and for any other fans of the announcers table podcast if you guys want to be on the show we have no issues with having you guys being on the show all we have to say is make sure that your wrestling knowledge is up there because we're two guys who will call you out on some bs (laughs) (laughs) absolutely looking forward to it so so uh, this concludes our episode of the announcers table. I'm your host B Rye. It's always a pleasure. My co-host, the Canadian Screwjob Hertz Gavers. Until next week, Wrestle Geeks. Have a good night, everybody.